Welcome to episode 22 of For the Fans. It's me, your boy Taylor, joined with Frank and Alex. Yes, sir. Guys, NFL Divisional Playoffs. We're here. Can't wait. But first, let's recap real quick. Super wild card weekend. Did anything stand out to you guys other than Dallas completely just shitting the bed? Because I, a lot of people saw that coming. I didn't. I messed up and picked them. I did too, Taylor. There was a lot of people that were, though, saying, yeah. watch out for this Niner team. They're a bad matchup for everybody. Bad matchup. You know, let's quit saying they're a bad matchup. They're a good team. They're put together well. They do a lot of things really well. Yeah. And uh, they're playing. And- they're playing great football at the right time. Does it? They can't control who they play. They just have to show up and play whoever's in front of them. Yeah. And when they, when they, you know, look at the adversity they'd faced in, you know, week 18, you know, on the road in SoFi, down 17, you know, you playoff over. life is on the line, you know, it just an incredible run, you know, a very physical, well-coached football team. Um, I took the Raiders as well. Uh, a lot of con- controversy in that game were to Pat McAfee. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, we had that Joe Burrow rollout play. Step out of bounds. Did he whistle, step out of bounds, Trev? No, I mean, he didn't, but they, they were saying since they, they blew the whistle, technically the, the, the play's dead and it's, it's to no touchdown. And it should have been a replay of down, I think is what they were talking about. But they did say on TV that, that what they decided to go with was the wrong call. So you don't know. And mm. those that, that group of referees, was they, they yanked them for the rest of the games. Well, well, yeah, they're not, they're not refereeing or officiating the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. been literally yanked. Because you, you could so. make the argument, you know, they replay, I think that was third down too. They replay third down, they don't get it, they kick a field goal, and then all of a sudden... Different game. It's a different know, game. And then, right. You know, and, With that being said, the Raiders did turn over the football, that fumble that's in the also first true. half. That's also they true. They did have ample opportunities to score... While they shot themselves in the foot with uh, very bad holding calls Correct. and very unnecessary holding calls, um, you know, you don't ever want to bring it back to one play that defines everything, but you, they definitely could have played better. Yeah, good teams yeah, don't let that happen. That's not the reason. In playoff football, you can't play like that and expect to win. Right. Especially on the road against a very hungry young team like Cincinnati was. Yep. Kudos to them. Breaking it still is, actually. 31 yeah. years since their last playoff win. Yeah, yeah so They got out. it done. Shit. I think um, one game that surprised me was I did not expect the Bills to blow out the Patriots. I thought it would be a little more competitive, but that game got away early. I agree. And that's kind of – I went with the Patriots last week, but I did I did say if the Bills start rolling early, it could get out of hand. And, that's what happened. I mean, that's exactly what happened. And before you know it, it was 21 skunk, and it was like, oh, this is going to be a long night for Belichick and gang. And Well, a lot of it, too. I mean, you got to give credit to Buffalo and what they did. They had a perfect game offensively. Absolutely. No punts, no field goals, just straight tutties every just time. scoring on them. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. Josh Allen had some plays where, you know, he just he looked awesome. He was taking dudes' ankles. And that's a very disciplined and well-coached New exactly. England defense. Exactly. So I think... You know, you got to give Buffalo their credit. Absolutely. Coming out, you know, obviously this is the third time they played them. You know that, you know, going into the game, you got Bill Belichick. You, like I said, well-coached team. You, you got to – you can't overlook those guys. But they just came and they just beat the fucking dog shit out of yeah. them. I couldn't 100%. believe that. It was beating. That Bills team we saw is going to be a, a problem the rest of the way. They kind of look reminiscent of the early 
early season Bills, so it, it'll be interesting to they see. They look their, reminiscent their, of the early 90s Bills, where they went all. to four straight fucking Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. They look awesome. That Their journey is going to be interesting to watch along the way through the divisional and potentially beyond. Yeah, so. we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. A very, very intriguing matchup with them in Kansas City. Uh, just to kind of round it out with these games, we expected Kansas City. We expected uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay to, yeah, there's not but much the Cardinals, say, guys, talk, talk about not showing that up at all. That was tough to watch. Not showing up at all. Very tough to watch. That was... Out if I'm all- Cliff Kingsbury, if I'm Steve Kime, I'm telling the team Greyhound bus back to Phoenix. <laughs> You're not flying on this team you, after that shit. No, Greyhound bus. Yeah, it was uh, not a good performance. Out of the out of all the games we saw, I felt like they were the one team that didn't quite fit in. I mean, the Eagles were the seven seed, but they still looked good. I mean, they hung up. How much did they hang up? I I don't remember the score, but fifteen. Overall, they, they they stayed in. Eagles honestly weren't in that. In they that weren't much in it game. either. But it, it looked. Eagles actually had a chance in the first half. There was a stupid pick by Jalen Hurts where he had Devontae Smith wide open, but instead he has to take the time to roll out to his left, then plant and throw. The guy's wide open, just throw it up to him. Instead, you roll out, get the safety to recover and get time, have time to recover and get there. Yeah. I f- Therefore, throwing a pick, you know, all of a sudden that's a seven point swing. You can make it seventeen or fourteen to seven rather right there, but instead now it's twenty one zero. Yeah, it felt like on the, the road against Tom Brady. That's not good company you want to be in at all. I felt like the Eagles, all. the Eagles game or the yeah the game didn't seem as overwhelming as the Cardinals looked versus the Rams. Like the Eagles just got, you know, third and outs or stopped their drives and stopped momentum. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the Cardinals could never get anything going. I mean, I, they showed one stat where Odell had more passing yards than oh, Kyler. Yeah, or, oh, yeah. At or, some point through the third quarter, he did. And then through the first half, it was like negative three offensive yards. So, like, at least the, you yeah. could say the Eagles, like, could kind of get yeah. stuff going, but then just couldn't convert. Couldn't convert. The difference is, like, you're, what, what you're basically saying is the Eagles played with some pride. Yeah. The Cardinals played with none. Yeah, the Eagles showed up. They fought hard, just got beat, and it was like the Cardinals didn't know where the stadium was, and then they kind of stumbled in there, and it was like, this is yeah. shocking for a team that was, I think, 10-2 and two at one point, and then just the drastic fall. Right. They. Two. I mean, at one point, they were the last undefeated team. They were, you they know, were the Kyler one seed. Was, they yeah. had, they were, had a 90-some-odd percent chance to win the division, and then... They backdoor their way into the wild card into yeah. a playoff spot. Not to sound like that guy, but they, I'm going to be honest. The, the Cardinals have not looked the same since Rasul Douglas took their soul out of their chest on Thursday Night Football. <laughs> not wrong. Ever since that game, you know, you, I mean, Kyler Murray injured his ankle at the end of that game. They had to deal with injuries, but I mean, this is the NFL. Everyone deals with injuries. And the team still held it down. They went 2-3 yeah. without him, but then after that, they had a good win in Chicago, and then it was kind of like, what happened? Right. I think I think a lot of it has to do with um, just the predictability of that offense. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is as creative as he can be or needs to be necessarily. Sure. It You know, you, you got two months into the season, you know, there's seven, eight games to look at, right? Well, now we're at week, what, 15, 16, 17, 18. You eventually get there through your season. It's like, wow, look at all this tape we have on these patterns, guys. tendencies. Look at these patterns. Look at the look at these formations. Like they like to run. They like to do certain motions, and they like to set certain things up. It gets to a point where if you become too predictable, teams can just sit there and hone in on film sure. and just translate it to the field and say, well, you know, here are the Cardinals, a super young football team. You know, you might have to dumb it down for these guys simply just because they're young and they right. still have to adapt to the NFL. Right. And, you know, that's not necessarily what did them in, but it's a big part. And 
why they struggled so late, I think, in the later part of the year is just you got to find ways to, you know, install more creative things. And granted, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, that was hurt. Kyler Murray, you know, we, it'll, I'm sure it'll come out. He probably wasn't 100% even coming back off that, you know, a high ankle sprain is a tough thing to come back from, especially the way he plays, you know, his improv, improv style and all that stuff. So, um, I think the Cardinals just struggled. It's, it's, it's hard to sustain success. You can get, you know, you can get to the mountaintop in the NFL, but staying there is the hardest part. Right. I, yeah, I think I think the Cardinals struggle with an identity of what they do. It seems very centric around Kyler and, and D-Hop versus you look at, like, the Buccaneers, you know what they do. You look at the mm-hmm. Packers, you know what they're going to do. You look at the Niners, they're a run-heavy team. When you get with the Cardinals, it's like, Kyler's going to do this and that. He's going to throw it to D-Hop. They have James Conner, but we kind of use him in a certain way, but... They still have talent on that team when you know with Hopkins well, out. They had Green, they had Ertz, they had Connor. You could still there's enough pieces that Cliff could scheme it up. But then to your point, Taylor, there's didn't seem to evolve or turn that next page over in his playbook of what else can I th- throw in here with mm-hmm. what I have. Right, but you know, to their defense, it's hard to do that when you don't have your players out there. But like I said, you got to it's the next man up mentality. You know, the Cardinals for most of the year, especially our local Arizona sports guys, you know, Ron Wolfley, Bickley, Murata, all these guys, they say, well, oh, the Cardinals, they have the deepest receiver room in football. Well, they didn't play like it. You know, you draft guys like Rondell Moore, you know, a lot of people, you know, Rondell Moore, A.J. Green, Andy Isabella, Christian Kirk, it looked you know, Hopkins. Deep. It looked deep when Hopkins was the premier guy and then everyone else got open, but then you take out your number one. He's a one. big part of what they want to do, though. Like I said, you know, last week, the Cardinals losing Hopkins, it's almost, it's, you know, not as severe just because he's a better player, but it's like the Packers losing Devontae Adams. It's, he's, he makes a lot of what they do work. I guarantee you, if Hopkins is on the field Monday night, you got Ramsey and at least, you know, Taylor Rapper, another safety. You know, shading him, and that's gonna—that's what opens it up for everything else. So, you know, instead of you know having one arm tied behind your back with the issue of just being too predictable, well, now you got two because you can't ha- you can't get the ball to your best guy, and it's harder to call plays and execute. Hundred percent. It's you know, it's it just that's what it boils down to, and I think, I think there's a lot of panicking going on with Cardinal. Oh, we just need to get rid of everybody, redo everything. No, I don't think. You, you got the right idea. Kyler is still the guy. I mean, you just have to find a way to build around him or get an offensive system in place that utilizes his strengths. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not meant to sit back and just sit in the pocket. He can, but in the air raid offense, he's not, he's not the drop back, sit there, and throw at quarterback. You need to find creative ways to get him in space and get your offense to you know play a certain way to where he's able to be dominant and without having to, you know, fix a broken play, run out or scramble because a, that'll, you know, maximize his longevity. If you, you know what I mean? If you're Mm -hmm. able to use him, right. He's not getting hurt. He's not getting these ankle sprains. And two, you know, you, you got a better football team. And I think maybe, you know, do they go and get a different offensive coordinator you know, do they move on from Kingsbury? I don't know, but I would expect some sort of, you know, they just have to take a real hard look in the mirror and say, okay, well, you know, like J.J. Watt said, like, this is on them. Like, it's just a massive failure. Yeah. You set these expectations for yourself, and 
you know, it's disappointing when you don't achieve them. But, you know, at the end of the day, the only person to blame is yourself. So I think the Cardinals, I wouldn't write them off. No. Um, like I said, they got a lot of talent. Um, it just this didn't end the way it wanted. they wanted. And, you know, they'll be back for sure. That whole division is going to be is always going to be a dogfight. Just it's incredible. But I was very surprised the Cardinals didn't show up. What I wasn't surprised with was the high, you know, the high powered Rams offense. I mean, Odell, they look really good. They look really good. They look really well, you know, and as we transition now, we're going to start talking about, you know, this weekend's slew of games. Um, we'll get to them in the Bucks, but we're going to start off our first game of the weekend. All right. And this is a pretty intriguing matchup. We got some guys coming back from yep. injury. And, Derek you know, Henry. yep, Derrick Henry, uh, who was he was looking at an MVP candidacy, too, before he unfortunately, uh, what was it, his ankle, too? Yeah, his ankle, too. Yeah. Um, he'll be back for Tennessee. He'll be back in the uh, backfield. I'm not sure to what capacity. Um, you know, Tennessee, they still earned the one seed without him. So you got to think that they're going to come out at home and play well, but they're hosting a Cincinnati team. Trev, when you look at this matchup, what are some things that you key on, key in on and look at as far as who do you think can get the edge and why? I think I think how they use uh, Henry will be interesting. I believe they also get Brown back mm-hmm. and Julio. I'm not positive about Julio, but I feel like, no, I think Brown, so. I believe, is correct, but I'm I not sure Julio, about maybe, Julio. Maybe he's up in the air, but you get... But for sure, Brown, I think. Maybe they're you getting can do some, some quick research on that. They're maybe. getting some players back, and um, yeah. I think between how much Henry plays and how much they want to utilize Brown, I think that only makes them obviously stronger. They've, like you said, they held on to the one seed without Henry and other players getting injured along the way. So I think that team is very comfortable with, like we've mentioned, next man up mentality. I think for the Bengals, it's, I would say more than anything, they have all the talent in the world, but maybe not getting caught up in the moment of, you know, maybe we're a game away from the AFC championship, or this is the one, you know, this is the one seat we got to take them out or doing anything more than they need to do. They have a solid defense. They have a solid Run game, they have a solid pass game. I mean, they got they got receivers. They got Boyd. They got Jamar. And I'm, I know I'm missing one. T but Higgins. Higgins. Yeah. So they they got they got Higgins everything they solid, need. Yeah. They got yeah, everything yeah. they CJ need. Uzu- Uzama. Yep. I think that's how you say yeah. his name. You got everything you got want and more. So I think, I think for the Bengals, if they can, they can get a leg up if they can stop. Titans from driving or just running the clock out because that's what you're going to see Vrabel and them do if they can get Henry going or whoever else they got they're going to run they're going to run the ball score a couple times and just try to race to the end with the clock but if they can get them quick third and outs or just stop momentum drives and they can go in and score I think it could I think this game is going to be closer than maybe people are thinking I don't know if they're thinking it's a close game or maybe not a blowout but I could definitely see a convincing that. I think people win. are expecting a close game I think I think Bengals are going to be around the last two minutes of the game. It's t- for me. It's tough to say who's going to have the leg up. I I know we're not doing predictions yet, but I would lean towards maybe Bengals in an upset. Oh, we kind of are doing yeah. predictions. Go so, for uh, it. Yeah, is that what you? Yes, yeah. You, I think I'm going to go wanna, Bengals on an upset. Pull the trigger on that. I'm gonna okay. pull, yeah, I'm going to go Bengals in an upset. What do you think, Frank? I mean, uh, anything you can add to that? Yeah, I mean, the more I look at this matchup, I, I earlier in the week I liked the Bengals a lot. I just because I. I might just be riding high on the Cinderella story they got going on right mm-hmm. now. Finally broke through. 
want them to kind of get another one. I, I'm rooting for this guy, Joe Burrow. I mean, he's hard not to like, you know. He's very hard not to like. He's a cool guy, basically. You know, I, I mean? just think he's cool. Yeah, Joe, Joe, yeah, Joe cool. These guys are cool. So, I mean, yeah. They're young. Simple as that. He's a cool I just guy. like his mindset. You know, he, right. he's not he's not just back here like I'm I'm young, I'm early in my career. We'll see what happens. He's like, "No, we're in the dance now. Yeah. I, I want to put one on my finger this season." Yeah, right. why not now? It's possible they got a puncher's chance. They really do. And this 100%. And then like I said earlier in the week, I'm really on the Bengals, but then I hate to I'm kind of changing my mind. I just I think Derrick Henry's not coming back to not play a lot, I think. I mean, they they uh, were so fucking good enough to get this one seed. I mean, that was really a great job because that one seed gave Derrick Henry that extra week off to prepare. Right. If they're in wild card weekend, because, he's not playing. Exactly. Most likely. And, and almost, almost like a fact, he wouldn't right. be able to make it back. You know what right. I mean? So now that they got that that one seed by, only one team gets to benefit from that. That was huge, I think. Yeah. I think he's going to come out. He's fresh, you know? I mean, yeah, he's coming off an injury, but mm-hmm. look what Cam Akers just did off his Achilles injury in, exactly in August. Right. Yeah. He just came out and tore the freaking Cardinals up for 90-plus yards in his first game back off an Achilles injury. So anyone, anything's possible. You know what I mean? 100% right. You're so, right. Uh, so I think he's going to come back and tear it up. I think they're just, he's going to be too much to handle. That's yeah. what I kind of see happening. Tannehill, I've seen him game manage enough. He can get that rock to AJ and Julio his tight end Smith, he he can yeah. get it to these guys. Absolutely. And if Henry is hot and he's rolling downhill, it, it only gets harder and harder to tackle him as the game goes on. Yeah. So if the Titans could keep it close to me in the first half, keep it close. If you know, if the Bengals end up getting out to a, a bigger lead, you know, ten plus points, then the game plan kind of starts falling out of hand for Rabel and the boys. They got to start, you know, catching up. Can't yeah. necessarily keep running the ball. So I. I Kind of to see them staying ahead of the chains, them getting getting a lead and trying to just stay on it, stay on it, and that defense will just hone in on. And this young team just they've come far. Mm-hmm. I do like them. I could see them winning. Puncher's chance, but I think it does end here. Okay. And this one seed Titans hold on at home. Okay. That's what I'm seeing. How about you, bro? All right. Well, I look at this game. Um, you know, these teams are very similar in the sense that their offensive identity is they like to control time of possession and run the football. Um, you know, I think a lot of talk gets caught up in Joe Burrow and his weapons, but, um, they, the Bengals run the football and they, their identity is we run the football to set up that play action over the top, big shot to number one, or, you know, pretty much anybody who's open because Joe Burrow, he's just, he's playing great football right now. This game is going to come down to who runs the football better. And it could very well be a, a very low-scoring, boring game in the sense that, like I said, these teams both like to just milk the clock, control time of possession, wear you out, and, you know, just very slow, methodical drives. So, you know, I look at it, you know, Cincinnati, they, they got a good thing going. You know, Tennessee, you know, like you said, they have a very big advantage getting number 22 back. Um I think that's the equalizer in the game. Um, Joe Mixon's a great football player. That Cincinnati O-line is very suspect. Um, I look at it, uh, that rest is going to help Tennessee a lot. I think um, it's going to be very close, but I'm going to take Tennessee as well um, just to hold off. I, you know, I don't, regardless who, win this, who wins this game isn't going to win the next game. We'll eventually get to that, but... Um, you know, both these teams had a great year. Cincinnati, they, another, you know, 
I, I'm going to say the same thing I said about them, even more so than the Cardinals. This they're going to be around for a long time, you know, regardless of what you know how deep they go in the, these playoffs this year. They're going to be around for a, a long time, and it's cool to see. It's you know refreshing. It's new, um, but like you know, it, it it's just hard to go somewhere, especially in that cold Nashville weather. It's t- tackling Derrick Henry in September is tough. That cold weather, you don't want to tackle him. On January. That it's it's just it is a physically grueling thing to do, and I just I that 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 just plays so much into Tennessee's favor. So I'm gonna go Tennessee, um, for that game. And I can't confirm Julio is gonna play. Julio, will Julio, be Julio Brown, and Henry all playing. And 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 that's what they waited for all year. All right. these guys to be together to, to be see honest. it all work. And here it comes, and it, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Feed Henry, and then defense starts biting in. Pull it out and dish it to Julio or AJ. I, I just see the Titans winning this game, guys. Yeah, we'll it's see. and you know a lot of people can argue, well, all oh, the continuity of the team. Well, I mean these guys are professional football players. Exactly. I don't care if they're out the whole year. You know the, these guys are pros. These guys, it's it's their job. They get paid millions of dollars to go out and play. It's you know, we're talking about we're talking about you know millions of dollars and you know fame and a Super Bowl on the line. These guys, you know, don't expect you know maybe a little bit of rust, but these guys are gamers and they're going to come out and play. And so I think people who make the argument like, oh well, what if he's rusty? What if he's rusty? You know, I don't think that plays a role at all. That. There's a lot more at stake now. This isn't just a week ten game. This isn't a preseason game. Like there's a lot more riding on this. So that's just something to think about. So that's our first matchup of the weekend, uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, prime time, prime time football on Fox. Troy Aikman, Joe Buck from Lambeau Field. The San Francisco 49ers are taking on the Green Bay Packers. My Green Bay Packers versus Alex's 49ers. Um. I'll let I'll let Frank start it off. Um, go ahead and and uh, you know, this is I know this is the game that you're most excited for. Yeah. So I, I want to hear why, and I, I, I'm gonna hear man. your thoughts on what this gonna I've, go down. I've been geeked up for this one all week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's gonna a lot of history between these teams. This is the yeah. ninth meeting between, since you know a lot of matchups with Favre and you know the guys and then you know Steve Young, Terrell, like a lot of history, a postseason history between these two teams. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah. What we got new is a new chapter in this history coming down yep. Saturday night. Who's going to write it? Who's going to be the, the main author here? If mm-hmm. not, I'll tell you guys right now. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been tough to decide, obviously, because the Niners are riding hot, right? You know, they've, yeah. they're, I think they've won like eight out of ten games you know, into the yeah. regular season, into these playoffs. They've been on a roll. And uh, yep. they're the team no one's been wanting to see, this and that, right? And so they say. So, yeah, they say. so they say. This is the one seed Green Bay Packers guys who they, they got the bye. They have everybody that you can think of coming back to play for them. So the Calvary is coming. That's correct. Yeah, like everyone's coming back, and I do think that they're going to go ahead and take care of business. It's going to be a game, right? It will be a game in the first half. Niners are going to stick around. They do run the ball. They're going to commit to running the ball. But once Aaron and the boys start get it rolling, he starts dishing to Devontae. Randall dishes it out to Jonesy in the backfield, and he, A.J. Dillon running the rock, too. I think the Packers are going to get ahead when it's too late and the Niners won't be able to chase back into the game. 
They'll, they'll be sticking to that run game as long as they possibly can. Uh, Elijah Mitchell just went off for like 100 in the last game. So he's definitely somewhere you're going to have to factor into. But I think the Packers already know this, right, guys? Well, everyone knows what's coming, right? right. It's just who can actually stop it. Mm-hmm. You've got, you got Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary up front with others. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm missing a few, but. I'll, I'll be sure to let everyone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got these guys that I believe are going to, they're going to stop this run. And then, then, then. You leave the ball into Jimmy Garoppolo's hands again, guys. And I think at the end of the last game against Dallas, he was damn near trying to give the game away, guys. And <laughs> Dallas just wouldn't take it back. You know, we could have went in all in about how Dallas Matt McCarthy screwed that up, coaching staffing-wise, but I think you guys already know about it, that. It, it, so, just, it, it speaks for itself. Yep. Well, if you watched it, if you've seen anything on ESPN, like, you already know. Itself. Yep. But back to the Mike Case, I don't think if you put it in Jimmy's hands when it matters the most – He's going to come through. So I don't think he is once again, guys. And he's okay. going to the frozen tundra, the one seed. With a bad Green shoulder and a bad thumb. Bad throwing thumb. And throwing shoulder. It's, oh. it's not happening, Niner time. Nation. It was a great season. The train, it's it crashes here. It okay. crashes here. Right, what do you got? What do you got, Alex? Trev, what do you got? I mean, I'm just happy we're in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> but um, on a, I guess on a more serious note, um, I mean, a lot of it's, it's. I mean, like you said, it's our, everyone knows what's coming. We're going to be a run-happy team, run-first team with Elijah or Debo. We're going to try and control the clock, try and control possession. I think if we're going to win the game, it's going to come down to sustained drives, running the ball, defense getting home to Aaron, pressuring <clears throat> him, force him out of the pocket, getting the Packers off schedule. Yep. Um, Which they're very capable of. Yep, and I, I believe they're saying Bose is going to be cleared to come back, so that's that's a big factor. But He's not going to be 100%, no, nor Fred Warner. No. And, yeah, Fred Warner will be back, but he had an ankle sprain. But I, I see yeah. the mismatches being Rodgers tearing up our secondary, which is very suspect, mm-hmm. and that might be a compliment, to, like Frank said, Jimmy having to – having to do something late in the game and for what it's worth against the Packers early in the season, he did go drive down and take the lead. But then again, Rogers chewed up our secondary, put him in field goal range. And that's that. So left, left the man too much time. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see what Jimmy is going to be like with his thumb and shoulder all being on his throwing arm. That's going to be a factor. So I don't know if Kyle's going to want to go very run happy. I think, I'm going to take the Niners. I'm a Niners guy, and I'm going to. That's fair. You have to, but yeah. stick to your. But team I'm not going to be surprised if Packers roll. You know, roll in and get it done. Like it's, uh-huh. it's Aaron Rodgers, the one seed. They look really good. They're they're one of the few teams that's getting healthy into the playoffs versus most teams are getting injured going yeah, into the playoffs. 100%. Yep. So that gives them definitely a leg up. And I think the one thing we do have going for us is the fact that you have a bunch of gadget guys like a use check, like a Kittle, like Debo that. We can mix and match and Ayuk. try to and, and Ayuk, but I mean I think you're gonna see Kyle try to find as many mismatches as he can with that defense just to see what he can do. Maybe make, give easy throws for Jimmy to make. I mean I also wouldn't be surprised if Trey somehow makes an appearance because maybe Jimmy comes out struggling or he gets hurt early. 
gets bumped and blow you know blows out the shoulder or blows out the thumb. So I mean, we'll have a package for him. Gotta, it's gotta it's going to be very interesting. Oh, in the red zone, I guarantee yeah. if they get down, if it's you know third and short, they'll have packages you, for you know, him. They got to keep you know, got to keep you guys I, on your toes. I of think I think Kyle, knowing what he's going up against and the condition of the team, he's going to throw the kitchen sink and, and then some at the Packers play wise just to scheme his way into this game. But yeah. again, not surprised the Packers just take care of business. I mean, even with the or the Cowboys game, I was nervous. Even with us being up seventeen or whatever we were, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable because we're not quite closing it out. We can sometimes come back like we did against the Rams. We can sometimes get up ahead, but it's not. Could have really put those guys away. You don't you have that confidence like you see in like the Packers. Where it's like we're up like twenty-one to seven. This game's just about over. We just need the clock to run out. Versus the Niners, it's like we need the clock to run out because I don't know if we're gonna hold on here. Hundred percent. Again, very happy we made the playoffs. We were three and I don't know six at one point, and here we are. So hell of a run. You're right. I mean, my thing is, and it's not over yet. Yeah, they, 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 there's absolutely a way that they can come in and win this football game. My whole thing is it's absolutely it, possible. My whole thing is if they're gonna beat the Packers, it's possible. If they're gonna beat the Packers, they better go the full way and win the Super Bowl because I'm not here to see another Super with Bowl the Packers, loss. I mean, sure, they might as well, but I can't see it. It'll be my third. Niner Super Bowl loss in 10 years. Can't, heart can't take that. So if we're going to do the damn thing, we better do it. If not, let's just lose here and Aaron is just watch the rest against the, the Niners. Aaron Rodgers in his in career playoffs, in the yeah. postseason. In the postseason. Yeah. That's over. That O is over. But I'm taking I'm taking the Niners. Mahomes okay. have to. And I, but I think a lot a lot of stuff has to happen and go our way to do that. That's fair. Yeah. So Aaron's got to get hurt. It's the only way. <laughs> All right. What do you got, GB? So... That's a tough one. I don't know who he's going to go with. Listen, uh, <laughs> Dal- Dallas last week, 14 penalties, right? Eight of which either took away a Dallas first down or gave one to the 49ers. Shit. The 49ers are coming to – they're a very hot football team, but where they're going, it's damn cold. That's for one. Um. We're talking about a Green Bay team that is the least penalized team in football. They are very uh, fundamentally sound. They're not a very hoo-hoo-raw team, but Aaron Rodgers and a lot of other guys on our team have said to the media publicly, they are a very confident and calculated group and very focused group. They don't go out that, you know, yeah, they get hyped up and riled up, but they are just focused like cold, stone cold assassin focused um it 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 means more to us there is more on the line for our football team than there is for them we ha- we're talking about legacies and we're talking about guys as legend on the line you know Aaron Rodgers what does this do for his legacy if he wins this game and he goes to another NFC championship a, a game within the Super Bowl what does this do for Matt LaFleur right what does this do for our GM? You know, straight NFC champion. That was uh, right. Right. This would this would be if we win this game. It's a third straight NFC championship game appearance. Yeah, for Matt and the GM. Yeah. So, you know, 49ers, very physical. Yes, their identity is they run the ball, but here's the problem: your quarterback's got a bad throwing shoulder and a bad throwing a thumb. Right. It. It's good to be have your identity as a run first team, but it's bad when it's when you have to be that. And and unfortunately they have to be a one-dimensional run first team 
They have to be that way. And that's very, it's hard to win a football game, you know, anywhere, but we're talking about sub-zero temperatures, you know, against a team that's coming back relatively healthy. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is doubtful for the game. But, you know, like you said, there's still, we got Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, you know, Devontae Adams, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, Equinamia St. Brown. We have guys to throw to. 100%. Yes, there's a lot of talk in, you know, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, you know, they're great football players. Those are the two best players on that San Francisco defense. You know, they're going to come to play, but those guys are going to be nowhere near 100%. Yeah, they're banged up, right? Yeah. Very ba- they're banged. Yeah, up. they're banged up, and you know what? And like you know, respect for them to come for coming out and playing. You know, like that's you know that's what you do. That's that's what the playoffs are about. You, you know, Ronnie Lott, a Forty Nine er legend, cut his dang finger off so he could play in the next football game. You know, it's gonna you know the pat you know it comes down to can the Packers play physical? You know, smash mouth. You know, wrap up, get in your face, dominant defensive football. And they have shown in, uh, you know, a few games this year that they can do that. And now, you know, I'm going to say this. The 49ers, every time they played my Packers in the playoffs, they have beaten them. Last time they played them, they, they beat us pretty handily. They denied us a trip to the Super Bowl. So there's one word I'm thinking about, and I'm thinking that word is humiliation. I think... I. Th- I think it's so right in the sense that we get an opportunity to humiliate them kind of like the way they humiliated us. So they ran all over you guys too. They ran all over us and I think it's time to show them what it fucking feels like. I think it's their turn to feel the wrath of going and playing a football team that's better than you and playing a team that has more on the line and wants, wants it more than you. And we're going to beat the fucking hell out of them. Packers. We're going to... Predicting a, a blowout? Not a blowout, but it, we will pull away. And, Eventually, yeah. And we're going to flex on them. And we're, and we're going to do what we came to do. And we're going to play Packer, Green, Green Bay fucking Packer football. And those motherfuckers are in trouble. That's all I have to say. I know, I know Matt LaFleur and Shanahan. You can say what you want. It, 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 there's a lot that has gone... It, it, you know, like I said, another chapter, but... It's their turn to feel what it's like. It's their turn to be on the other on the other end of what we've been on for so many years playing against them. It's our time. Packers money line. I love it. <laughs> I agree, Taylor. I mean, when you take all this into consideration, everything you just said, it's gonna take a lot for the Niners to get this done, guys. I mean, they're just playing a a well disciplined, well rounded football team. Like you said, this and this is the number one seed, not for no reason. And the my, the Calvary's coming. Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith both expected to play. Um, him him uh, Alexander and Bakhtiari are both listed as questionable. Both are expected to play. Billy Turner is back at right tackle. Our center Josh Myers is back. Randall Cobb is back. Um, pretty you know Whitney Merciless, another rotational pass rusher. He's back. Um, I just I just think I just think. It's just going to be too much for the 49ers in the end. So that's yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Not, Saturday, it's, it's going to be Tennessee. The Both number one seeds are going to get the job done on Saturday, I think. I believe that as well. We got Trev on the 
upset for Saturday. He's got the he's the Road Warrior Trev. Yep. He's taking the, the Hootay Bengals. The road and the, he's got a home with the, road the Niners. Traveled. Yep. Got a got a home oh, ride the Niners. I get it. You got a home with them. Yeah. Actual, Trev. Actual. Uh, you know, what do you actually think scale from 1 to 10? Actual chances of winning this game here in Lambeau. 50-50. 50-50? It's, it's too high. It's no way, way too way too fucking oh, that's, high. That's the highest I'd go. Okay. Way too fucking high. Well, my whole thing is I haven't understood all week. Everyone continues to hype up the Niners like we're a problem and we're this and that. It's like I understand that we're a run-first team and this is what we do and whatnot. But did anyone watch the Cowboys game? Like, Yeah. That first half Niners, yeah, that's a problem. Second half Niners, suspect. Was it Cowboys? First half against the Rams, problem. Or suspect, sorry. But the difference is the Cowboys gave it to them. I don't see Green Bay coming out and just handing it to them. That's That's what what I'm saying. Like, you've heard, you've heard, you've had. If it does, I'll be damned. You've had Orvlosky say, you know, what's what's the Packers, what's Aaron's kryptonite? It's. Whatever it's themselves. Well, it's it's whatever. Whatever, if he, they just if they just can't execute, it's themselves. He says whatever we do well when Rodgers gets rushed and when the, he doesn't get the touch the ball, it's like okay. I feel like that's any quarterback's recipe for disaster. If you right. don't, if you only if, if can't the opposite, score if you're not on the field. If the opposite team touches the ball ten times and you touch it five, who do you think's probably going to win the game? Like right. kind of stuff like that. So it's like Entirely, yeah, the yeah. Niners do things that maybe historically Rodgers has fits with, but like that's historical. This team is not the same team that played the Packers heads up in 2019. That team was better than this team that the Packers are going to play. And this Packers team is better than the Niners played in 2019. I can tell you that. That's right. And not even even just to say it. Like, that's a matter of fact. Like, it really is. This Niners team is not the 2019 Niners team. And this 2022 Packers team is not the 2019. It's I'm lopsided a, opposites. That's why I'm hoping for a good game, but Taylor might be right here. Packers might I just wouldn't pull be su- away. I wouldn't off, be surprised because they have this in them too. Come on, you know they're thinking about this. Well, game two where, years ago. where does where does Rodgers go if this if they lose this game? That's riding on the they line. Lose this where game? does yeah, Devontae right. go? So I mean, they're there's gone. a there's futures at stake for the Packers organization. For us, you could saying? say it's Jimmy, but Kyle, the writing's on the wall. He's out of there. He's out of there next no year. Matter what. It's either this yeah. year or next year. Like he's out. He was like, out of there in fucking May when you drafted Trey, Trey Lance. Yeah. Trey's yeah. in. Anyone like, could have told you Trey will, Trey will be the quarterback of this team going forward at some point, either the next year and a half. Like He is the guy. So the, so only, this, guy, the only guy who's not going to be around next year is Jimmy. No one is, else is going anywhere. Packers organization, you have a lot of potential movement on the horizon. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. So you have that added fuel for this Packers team, and I'm sure Rodgers, he may not be saying that to everybody, but you know he's saying it to Devontae. You know he's saying it to the, his inner circle. Like, there's a lot riding on this Packers game. Which is why I don't think they'll let it slip. It, it would be very, very most shocking if we ended this week and saying, damn, Jimmy G is the reason the Niners won this game. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine, like, saying that to you guys. Makes me sick even just thinking yeah, that like, it's a possibility. Damn, Jimmy won that game. He he made that Yeah, pass. he was the he guy who drove play. down the field. Damn. If he does, then, then motherfucker I, earned it. You know what I mean? I like, guess. he's got a bad shoulder and a bad throwing thumb. Like, if he comes out there and he makes the play, he makes the plays. Like, that's what it... Or unless they can execute a very perfect game plan, which is keep Aaron off the field absolutely dominate the time of possession as much landslide as possible as you could get yep. giving that ball to them and keeping them off the field. That's the only other way, you know? Our secondary our secondary with the death of us. That's just how it's going to be. I can't wait for this one. That's guys. how it's going to be. All right. So, we'll all see how this one unfolds, guys. Yeah. Saturday night. It's going to be a Be movie. tuned in. Yeah, yeah. Be, be tuned, tuned in. in.
Fox, uh, Arizona, if you're local Arizona, Channel 10. Um, shout out. Shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we had we head to Sunday now, and we have our afternoon game. Uh, the other NFC, um, two, the two, two other teams from the NFC, we have uh, the Los Angeles Rams traveling down to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah, this is a good one. It's going to be... This is arguably yeah. like arguably. I mean, this they're is all a, so good. This is a really good. Like, yeah, like, they're all so good. I think we truly have the the last best eight teams in football. I uh, think so. I think these are truly like these last eight teams playing this weekend are truly like the best eight that we could have got. I, I agree. So it's going to be awesome. You know, we were talking a little bit earlier. I'm going to start it off and say you look at this matchup. What the Rams were able to do to that Cardinals offensive front was very eye-opening. Um, you know, they only rushed four most of the time, and they really made it tough on Kyler Murray. You look at this Bucks team now, Tristan Wirfs, their right tackle, he was in a walking boot. He's going to be, like, game-time decision, Coach Arian said, you know, and they've had a lot of shuffling up front. Their center is a little banged up. Ryan Jensen, Jensen yeah, yeah, he is, banged he up, is banged up. Yeah, he's um, expected to play. He's going to man up for Tom. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, Not a hundo. He won't no. be a hundo. So I'm very, very concerned. You know, Leonard Fournette's going to come back and play, but, you know, he, hamstring injuries can really linger. 100%. Um, you know, you got a very, you know, and the secondary for L.A. is very physical. You know, I could totally see them coming out and playing two-man jamming the line and just stopping the run, making Tom have to throw it. But that's what they did when they played in L.A. this year. And the Rams just beat the fucking dog shit out of them this year. So I feel like – and the Rams have become such a better team since then. They've added Vaughn Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. And, you know, they did, they beat the hell out of Tampa without those two guys. You know, I don't – you know, you can say what you want. Oh, it's in Tampa. Oh, Tom Brady's different in the playoffs. Yeah, but – Tom Brady, when he plays a good defense in the playoff, look what happened in 2015 against Denver. You know, look at, you know, 20, what was it, 2018, 2019 versus, uh, or 2018, rather, against uh, Philly oh, yeah. in the Super Bowl. Lost that ball big yeah. time, Brandon. Giants. You know, look good at defensive line. Giants. Yes, yeah, always physical. Yeah. Good def- yeah, good Both Giants Super Bowls. Exactly. exactly. It's, you know, he has he, problems with that. Tom Brady has issues if you're able to get to him and stop, you know, his complimentary guys around him. You know, a lot of people make Tom Brady to be out this hero that he's he does everything by himself. He act, motherfucker has a lot of help. You know, you can you know guys get injured, but that happens to everybody. You know, but we're talking about Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski, OJ Howard, Fournette, Ronald Jones. You add Le'Veon Bell. You know, when healthy, they're a top three offensive line group. I mean, that defense is disgusting. You know, they're not the, they're definitely not the same as what they were last year. But you know, they look at those notable names they have on that defense. You know what I mean? So it, it's, I look at this game and I just think the Rams are rolling right now. They're really rolling. It, it, this is a tough game to pick. Um, you know, as a Packers fan, I I would really like to see the Bucks win so that we can get you know if we beat the Forty Nine ers or when we beat the Forty Nine ers, I think we uh we get another shot at Tom and it's the Packers revenge tour. And we play the two teams that broke our hearts the last two years. I want the Bucks so bad. But when I look at this game and I look at, you know, how each team played, you know, Tampa Bay played, a, you know, it's not like the Phillies the worst team. But, you know, 
they they were the seventh seed, man. Like they, you know, it was very very questionable them even being there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I just think the Bucks are playing a team that just are firing on all cylinders right now. I'm gonna take the Rams in a very very close game. It's gonna come down to the last possession, but I think, I think the Rams can do it. I I, I like I said I want the Bucks. I want the Bucks to come back to Green Bay. Because I want that revenge, but I, you, I, you're picking Rams. I'm picking the Rams. I, you know, my gut is telling me the Rams are just they're they're playing very good right now. They're a very scary team. Um, because you know, like you know, you can make the same argument for them. They have a lot on the line. Look at all the draft picks and capital that they gave up to go and get Von Miller. They don't have any first round draft pick or even seconds in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. They're Look, all in. They're all in. They are all in on this year and, you know, next maybe if yeah. they're, you know what I mean? So, like, they are, you know, deliberate, you know, they go and make the move for Stafford. Mm-hmm. You know, look at all the moves in, you Odell. know, tra- yeah, tra- Odell, look at all the trans, you know, look Bonnie. at everything they're, they're doing. They're going for it. They're going all in for it. So, you know, and like I said, it's really, you know, let alone winning another Super Bowl, but to go deep in the playoffs again, it's so hard. You know what I mean, and I think, you know, you get you have the whole Anto- Antonio Brown thing. You got you know Bruce Arians smacking one of his guys upside the head last week. Like, he got fine. There's just that. some like wacky things that have been going some on with the Bucks on. this year. Not not necessarily you know super detrimental or damaging, but it's just they just don't have that same feel that they did last year. They don't scare. They don't put the fear in your heart that they did last year when you played them. You know, it, that, does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last year, last year, the second half of the season, they were on, they looked scary. Yeah, it was over. This year, I felt like it was the first half where they looked like they were a definition. Of, oh no, this is a team you don't want to see. They're a matchup nightmare. That's exactly that's, that's, that's exactly what they were. What last they were year. The first, well, the, I think the first half of this season when everything was rolling, they're like, okay, this team, defending champs, have a legitimate chance to do it again. 100. But I think this last half, we have some kind of quirky things happen. They got the injury bug. You had A B in his episode. I think the latest episode. I I understood. I <laughs> lean I lean more towards the Rams, and I don't think that's a a um like crazy pick. Like it's not right now. I think it's damn near a pick. Is, that, is Godwin going to play? Or, and even if he is, he's like a he's going to be he so. Old. Godwin's done for the year. Yeah, yeah, no, okay, Godwin's so Godwin's old. out. Yeah, so you have old. Evans. I'm just talking a sense of Brady. You know, no, like sure, sure, all sure. his act. Evans like, Gronk. So you have Evans Gronk. Perriman is like a. You, know, you got like Scoot, Scoot Scotty, Scotty Miller. Miller. But, eh. <laughs> and then you got, there's somebody else I'm, I'm, I'm kind of writing off. Well, I don't, he'll come up I, in a second. I think the Rams-Cardinals game really showed everybody how frightening that Rams defense is, and it's probably going to be. I mean, you got Von Miller who can match up with Gronk if he needs to. You got hired on the Manning cast that he would line, he would do warm-ups with the linebackers and then go do one-on-ones with receivers and cover them. So he's. I mean, I think the. I think their defense is very versatile. They're gonna. I think they're gonna get home. They're gonna get home early and often to Tom. Knock him off his game. Knock him off the rhythm. And I like the Rams. <laughs> yeah. I like the Rams. So you guys are on the Rams. I'm I on mean, the Rams. I, I. I might be. It's tough. It really is. When you look at it. I think it's tough because you're you're leaning on Tom's reputation versus maybe fact of the matter. Not even yes and no. Not even I'm taking all things into consideration here. Um, 
So we saw the way the Rams ran that ball last week. They ran it really efficiently. They ran it more than they passed. It was kind of shocking. I, yeah, because the Rams be... are a team that live and die with the pass. Yeah, so, I was so the fact they were able to run like that, it's like, oh, shit. They, they can do up. anything they want. Bucks run defense is top three. They, 100%. Yeah, huh? so they're not necessarily going to let Cam and Sonny Michelle not, not, not necessarily run all over But the number I one passing we'll offense as well, I believe. The Bucks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I mean. Statistically. So I think they're going to stop the Rams run. I do. I do think they're going to they're gonna stop there and make it Matt Stafford, you know, win this game. And when I think about it, the more I think about it, I don't love the uh, the Bucks secondary. It, it's pretty. It's not the best. They're injured. They're banged up. Mm-hmm. So, I think maybe Matt Stafford could. I know this sounds crazy. Outduel Tom Brady, and because because of this defense with the Rams, what they got over there, they're gonna they're gonna mess with them. You know, with the banged up offensive line of the Bucks, and with Vaughn, we've already met Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, and Leonard Floyd. You got three dogs coming. Ashawn Robinson, Ashawn Robinson, DJ, TJ Reader. You got like, just just oh just God. keep naming them, man. You can just line them up, and they're gonna they're gonna switch and rotate, and they're gonna keep coming after them. Yeah, and they don't necessarily have to to blitz because these these three four guys get home. By Especially themselves. like I said, a very injured Bucks offensive front, like they can get away with rushing four. Yeah, hundred percent. You and, got, you know, and you look at Kyler. Murray, he was able to run away a lot of the time. Tom's not going to be able to run away from these guys. No, Maybe no, there's no. going to be a player or two that might break down and he'll get his, but I mean, this could spell big trouble for TB12. Yeah. Uh, the more I look at it, uh, Tom's going to, you know, do everything he can to win this game, obviously. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, bar none. I just think that. You know what? It's hard. I, I've I'm never, like, I'm never not picking Brady, but in this case, I might just be on with you guys. I mean, it's hard to get back all the way back, do it twice in a row with all this kind of shit that is kind of going on in the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, with I'm not saying like you said, it's not necessarily lingering, but like, you know, you have to. It's do nothing that astronomical, but the, the little things add up. Yeah, you know, you know it might just be in, in something in the locker room. Who knows what's going on? Right, it's just not the same vibe they had last year. Sean McVay versus Bruce Arians, coaching wise, it's going to be a good you know. Well, really, Sean McVay versus matchup. Todd Bowles, the that, defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. you're right there. So I do think that they're going to scheme something up enough to get Cooper, Odell, Higby, and uh, Van Jefferson open. Like he's got his weapons. Whitworth, the left tackle, is a little hurt. I'm not. I'm not positive on his status for the game too. That'll make a. Motherfucker's well, forty years old playing exactly. left tackle. Like, Still, just, so. yeah, like. I mean, so, you know, we'll see what happens here, but the more I'm looking at it, I know it's hard to hear, but I'm saying I think Stafford might might outdo Brady here. I could be completely wrong, but I'm starting to have a feeling that the run game is going to be taken away from L.A., and it's going to land on the hands of Matt and I think OBJ. He, yeah, I think he's going to get it done to, to Cup, OBJ, Van Jefferson, Higby. And the reason I, I'm not so high on the Bucks right now, I would be on them if they still had A.B. Godwin all those oh, guys, yeah. I, I would still be on them. I think taking those 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 two guys out, A.B. Godwin, Jalen Ramsey is going to nullify Mike Evans to the best visibility. He won't look like the Absolute, Mike Evans we absolutely, normally see. Absolutely. Gronk's going to get his unless Jalen Ramsey goes on him too. I mean, whoever Jalen Ramsey chooses to take away, I guess. Yeah, but Gronk's not the same guy who can come in and just... You're right. He's, you know, yeah. he's not the same. So, I mean, with all this being Still said, great, but not near what he used to be. I think the hill's going to be a little harder to climb this this go-around for the Bucks. Yeah. They've already lost to him this year. I know it's hard to beat a team twice, but clearly the Rams show that they can do it. Yeah. And now that they have added Vaughn and OBJ. Yeah. I like the Rams, too, with you guys. It's hard yeah. to pick against Tom, guys, but... 
like the Rams, with everything we factored in that defense against the banged-up injuries going on with Tampa and everything going on, it's going to be hard to see, but yeah. I think I'm taking the Rams with you guys. Cool. So we all have L.A. So, all right, the final matchup, and this this Another one's going to be one. this one's going to be a fucking movie. We got, yeah, we got the Bills and the Chiefs in Kansas City, right? Yeah. Yeah, correct. okay. This is the AFC Championship last year. Yes. Yeah, and this it, I think this is the AFC Championship this year. I think whoever wins this game is going to go to the Super the Bowl. Next game, yeah. Whoever wins this game is going to win the next game and represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, my opinion. I'm probably with that, yeah. This game for me is so fucking hard to pick. Um Josh Allen is fucking 6 what, six five, yeah. 245. And He's a big motherfucker to take down. The way they looked against New England, who is a far superior defensive group than Steve Spagnuolo's uh, Chiefs group. Um, the Chiefs have come along later in the year um, after starting very, very abysmally. Um, they yeah. they have come a long way, but you know, a few weeks ago, you look at you know what Cincinnati was able to go and do to them, and you know, the Chiefs they they can put up points, but they give up points too. You know, look at the Steelers team that they just played last weekend. You know, they, the Steelers were able to make some pretty good plays with, you know, a quarterback who's far over the hill mm-hmm. and, you know, who everyone knew was playing in his last game. So it's just one of these things where I look at I look at the Bills. Uh, you know, the Chief, Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl the last two years, guys. They've been in the AFC Championship game the last four. That is, you know, and... It's tough to stick around that long. It's entirely possible, but I just think this Bills team this Bills team is they they look like the best team in the playoffs, honestly. You know, the the one seeds haven't played yet, so that, you know, that's subject to change, but out of out of every team this weekend, Buffalo by far looked the best out of anybody. Yeah, they won the most handily. They made plays on defense, they made plays on special teams, and they dominated on the offensive side of the ball. You know, the Chiefs are going to make it a tough game. They, you know, they're going to draw shit up and they're going to be able to execute some stuff. But at the end of the day, I just, you know, Buffalo went in there and beat them this year too, and it's really hard to beat the same team twice, especially when there's a lot more on the line. And you know, both teams have gotten better since that game. I think, and so, I, I just, it's hard for me to go against Buffalo. After watching them play and see what they did, like I said, to a much, much more fundamentally sound Patriots defensive unit and you know like I said credit to the Chiefs man like they're for like they're still they're going to be around as long as Patrick Mahomes is on their team and if Andy Reid or Eric Bieniemy, if both or one of the two are still coaching there like that thing is going to still run um a big part of why the Chiefs I think real quick might have you know uh you know, they might be struggling a little bit this year, as, you know, people saw. I mentioned it a little bit last week. It's one of those things where I think the NFL kind of caught up to them a little bit, and they got a little complacent, and they said, well, like, no one's been able to stop it yet. Let's just keep doing it. Now teams are like, oh, wait, we can stop this. Holy shit. And now the Chiefs are like, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, okay, now we have to dig a little deeper. It's a little tougher now. But at the end of the day, Buffalo has – I mean, they're just full stampede ahead, you know, and – I think Buffalo's going to win this game, and they're going to be able to host, um, or not host, they're going to go to Tennessee for the AFC Championship. That's what I think is going to go down. What do you got, Frank? Wow. Okay. 
That's a good prediction there, Taylor. I won't lie. I, I like the Bills. What they did, uh, you know, last week against the Patriots was obviously completely dominant. And, and against a Bill Belichick-led team, that's pretty impressive to, to yeah. do that. I mean, yeah, you were at home. Yeah, you were the favorite. But just to play that dominant look that way was still shocking. Perfect game offensively. It was. They didn't yeah. zero punts, scored every possession. No I field mean, goals, no punts, a touchdown every time they had the ball. Like, unbelievable. I would say that. I mean, I'm going to go on a limb. That's not going to happen again this Sunday. Oh, no, no, no. You know no. what I mean, guys? You know, but more I look at it, guys, I, I can't pick against Patrick Mahomes against Josh Allen quite yet. When it matters here in the playoffs, I've seen Patrick get the best of him. And I think that is, at the end, will happen again. Best I, of almost everyone, really. Yeah, Patrick is honestly, that dude. Yeah. I, I do think the Chiefs are going to have enough to win this football game. I am expecting high scoring. I know these defenses have been playing well, but these these two offenses can score at will. You know, it's Definitely, the, I think, the best game of the weekend. Yeah, it's de- like we said, I can't even pick, man. I could say every single one yeah. of these is the best game. Yeah. That's, so, that's what's so great about this weekend, guys. I really think this is, like you said, the best eight teams left. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be the best weekends of football we've had in a long time. Yeah. But when said and done... I just think that the Chiefs are going to have too much. Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy will scheme it up and uh, get the best of Sean McDermott and the Bills. Patrick will dice up Tyreek, Travis, get the run game going. Just you know, keep them, uh, keep them on their toes. Bills will hang in this. Josh Allen is good, but at the end of the day, I still believe they're a little fraudulent. They did beat the hell out of the Patriots. I, they did, but you'll see. Don't don't be in love with what you saw last week in this in this in this league. Things change. Game to game. Oh, that's true. Sunday. But like I said, they, they handled K- Kansas City earlier this year too. They did, but that was in Kansas in City. Year, it, that was a different Kansas City team that we're going to see now. Okay. Uh, and I do think that's maybe a revenge for the Chiefs too as well. Thinking, you know, let's let's show these guys who's a real boss. Okay. And they already came in here and beat us. We can't let it happen again. All right. Yeah. So you know what? I, I'm going to take the Chiefs. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be a shootout. It's not a bad. You can't pick. There's no bad pick in this game. No bad these pick. Two teams. There's no. You look at this game. You can take either team. It's like, well, you got a point because it's both teams are fucking awesome. Dude, Josh Allen can get it down 100. percent I'm not yeah. going to say, but I, I just don't. Literally flip a happen. coin. It's so hard. It's so hard to pick this game. Flip a coin, literally, it's tough. We'll see. Think? I can't what do you think, wait. Trev? What do you think, Trev? I think the Bills beat the Chiefs. Damn. Bills are Bills are going to take advantage of the um, the uh, defense that the Chiefs run. They like to play man, and Josh Allen loves man defense. And He'll plays run all over. Very well against man defense. So Spagnuolo doesn't adjust mid game. I think the Bills can easily boat race them. Yeah. You got to watch out for Allen's legs because if it is a lot of man, he is going to see everyone's back turn and take off. Yeah, And, you know, another thing about, you know, not wanting to tackle. Yeah, that's a big boy to tackle. I know he's a quarterback, a quarterback slide, but that's a big man. That's 245 pounds of, like, that's like a, that's like, he's like a Cam Newton almost. DBs don't want that. He's like he's Cam Newton with like a much more powerful arm. It's, he's, he's amazing. Um, I, he's just. I don't know. He's just the, the Bills just have a lot more going for them right now. So Trev, Trev and I got Buffalo. Frank's got Kansas City. So guys, those are our picks for the weekend. Um, just real quick, I want to thank everyone who listens to us and supports us every week. It means the world. You know, not just to me. All three of us. Um, we all feel the same in that regard. But um, you know, everybody. You know, I hope everyone enjoys these football games. Is safe this weekend. And, uh, you know, we'll see you guys next weekend for championship weekend. We'll recap what went on. And, um, but, 
most importantly, thank you for, you know, supporting us and listening to us. It means the world. What do you guys got? Taylor couldn't have said any couldn't have said it any better, guys. Thank you for listening. Thanks for following along and really, really enjoy this, guys. This is gonna be a great weekend of football. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Grab your popcorn, grab your soda, grab your beer, whatever. Enjoy these games because they are gonna be very fun. They're gonna be very exciting. All right, that's gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up for us, guys. Everybody, take care.